everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Monday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How's your back? It's feeling much better. Excellent. Yes. Well, you sound much better today. You don't sound like you're in pain. Well, it's also not super early in the morning. That is true. So, you know, that helps uh, how I sound. That is true. All right, let's head over to the Disney Parks blog. What do we have going on there? All right. Um, for their cast life um, section, they have a feature where you can meet the chefs behind the scenes um, at two of the uh, signature dining restaurants. They've put together some new menus. That's right. There are new menus debuting. Uh, actually, they did debut on April 1st at Walt Disney World. The first one is a Narcoosies, which reopened on April 1st, and they are celebrating coastal cuisine there now. It is a land-to-sea style menu, uh, and that is, uh, who is that? That's Chef Noah. Uh, Chef Noah Eastbrook uh, and his team have debuted a new menu. It uh, takes inspiration from flavors that are local to Florida, as well as the southeastern coast, and um, yeah, a new fare there. Um, now, have they been open previously? They have not been open. Okay. This is a reopening for them. They actually uh, reimagined the restaurant as well. Okay. So it's a new new style Good. and a new menu. Uh, and then over at the Contemporary, uh, Chef de Cuisine Matthew Birch uh, is debuting a new three-course selection menu, which features contemporary market-inspired cuisine, and that began on April 1st as well. They had a special menu celebrating the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World, uh, but that uh, ended, as did most of the 50th anniversary celebration, on March 31st. So, um, you know, you can book both of these signature fine dining venues through the My Disney Experience app. And uh, there will be some finishing touches going on at Narcoosies. They're not mm-hmm. completely done okay. with all of the work. Uh, and there are some select days in May and June where reservations are not available because they will be closed due to construction Finishing or, things or up, yeah. you know, part of the refurbishment. Okay. April is Earth Month, and Disney loves to celebrate that very special holiday. How are some ways that they're celebrating? That's right. Well, the first thing you can do is you can head on over to the Disney Parks YouTube site uh, and check out a small video that shows how Disney is taking action to change our planet's story. Uh, I like it because Doug from mm-hmm. Up is yes. uh, part of the video. Uh, but, you know, Earth Month which really isn't a thing. It's really uh, supposed to be Earth Day. You know, it would kind of like be one of those Hallmark holidays. Right. You know, except uh, Disney takes that Hallmarkness and turns it into a whole month. <laughs> um, Earth Day is what, April 21st or 22nd? So Disney is taking the whole month. Uh, they're, of course, celebrating 25 years of both innovation and conservation at the Animal Kingdom theme park, which is celebrating its 25th anniversary this year as well. Uh, and they want to remind folks that through the Disney Conservation Fund, they have directed more than $120 million towards saving wildlife, inspiring action, and protecting the planet. Um, and that is not only through uh, money, but their experts uh, you know, their vets, their animal care teams right. have all participated um, in supporting organizations around the globe that mm-hmm. protect animals and their species. Um, of course, uh, you know, there is the food that we mentioned last week. Um, but uh, National Geographic has a new four-part series premiering on April 21st on the National Geographic channel called Secrets of the Elephants. Uh, and then all, ep- all four episodes will stream on April 22nd on Disney Plus and Hulu. Uh, So that is from an Academy Award-winning filmmaker and National Geographic explorer-at-large, James Cameron, uh, director of Avatar. Um, So uh, it is narrated by uh, Academy Award-winning actress Natalie Portman. 
So it's a four-part series that reveals the extraordinary lives of different families of elephants, but highlights how similar they are to humans. Um, you can go on to Disney Plus and check out the uh, conservation and nature-themed content from their Earth Month collection. That Earth Month collection is actually available year-round. All right. Um, but they do, of course, go in and curate it of course. Uh, around Earth Day. And then the last thing you can do, uh, Avatar The Way of Water has inspired a new campaign. Uh, Disney and Avatar have launched the global Keep Our Oceans Amazing campaign, uh, and it's going to work to protect 10 of the oceans, the animals, and their habitats. Uh, and then as part of that, you can go to the a virtual Pandora ocean and create your own avatar, uh, uh, avatar-inspired ocean creature at avatar.com. Keep our oceans amazing. And for every creature created in this virtual ocean, Disney will uh, donate $5 to TNC, which is the Nature Conservancy. Um, so uh, that will help them uh, achieve their goal of protecting 10% of the ocean by 2030. All right. So awesome ways to celebrate. April 22nd. Yes. That's all from the Parks blog, so let's head on over to Disneyland. All right. Space Mountain's single rider line has been rerouted through the exit at Disneyland. Oh, no. Uh, they did have a new procedure a, free, a few weeks ago, uh, but as Cheryl mentioned, they have rerouted or rerouted uh, the Space Mountain single rider line through the exit. Uh, single rider line is an option, is an option that I like to use because, uh, you know, you're used as like a seat filler. Right. Yeah. Um, so the reason they have a single rider line option on the Space Mountain in Disneyland is because their vehicle uh, has two rows, uh, two passengers in each row, mm -hmm. whereas the Disney World version only has a single passenger. Right. So that does leave some unopened uh, seats. Some unopened seats? Well, if, if you're oh, a party, you right, so film. that's where the single riders come into play. I understand. An update on the Adventureland treehouse construction. They took down um, the first of the scaffolding. That's right. Now the thatched roof of the central treehouse structure is visible. There are still green scrim camouflage, uh, uh, camouflaging the treehouse construction from the Indiana Jones Adventure side. Um, and around the other corner, the scaffolding is completely exposed, uh, but they do have some green scrim up there. Also, they move it depending upon where the construction is going on that day. So no opening date for the Adventureland Treehouse, uh, but uh, it's probably going to be within the next few months. All right, good. As they work on the retheming of Pacific Wharf, they have started to put up some San Francisco signage. That's right. This is over at Disney California Adventure. Uh, they have begun to they have begun to transition that section of the park uh, to replicate the city of San Francisco from the 2014 animated film Big Hero Six. And, uh, you know, there's still a lot of uh, a lot of scaffolding there as well, but they do have uh, they're starting to put a lot of the signage in place. So it, it does look pretty cool. Also in California Adventure, it looks like in Avengers Campus, though, they are starting a construction on a new shop. That's right. We mentioned last week that the exit uh, shop for the not built Avengers e-ticket attraction uh, was going to be taking place. And uh, it looks like they have put up some construction walls, and we do have signs of construction, so we will be getting a store in that location. Okay, good. And moving over to Florida, uh, the Magic Kingdom and Epcot guide maps have been updated to add the returning nighttime spectaculars and remove the 50th anniversary theming. That's right. They removed the 50th anniversary theming, but they did not put anything there about the 100th anniversary uh, of the Walt Disney Company. And we know they're going to be celebrating that in Walt Disney World as well. 
Um, but, uh, you know, they've got an old picture of the castle that has the 50th anniversary elements off. And they do have the new nighttime shows, uh, Happily Ever After in Magic Kingdom. They've got the Festival of Fantasy Parade uh, notices in there. And then Mickey's Magical Friendship Fair, which is their new opening show, is listed as well. Um, the Cinderella Castle is going to keep for a while the pink color scheme for the 50th anniversary. Uh, that will be there. Uh, no word on how long, uh, but that is the iridescent pink and blue scheme uh, that they put up for the 18-month celebration. They are, however, removing a lot of the outdoor decor. Yeah, the medallions, uh, like I'm the sure, big are coming 50, down. Uh, as well as some of the uh, tapestry. Okay. Uh, I like the twirly, like, gold things on the turrets, though. Right. I the, hope they leave those. The uh, Disney has announced that the celebratory embellishments will be removed in phases, uh, and that began this weekend. Uh, the big thing is that the 50th anniversary medallion uh, is removed, and the clock has returned to Cinderella Castle. Has it happened already? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, so that is going on. And then the uh, other big news, so a lot of stuff around the 50th anniversary ending. Uh, you want to tell folks what else is going on? Oh, they're starting to, um, they're not. I, I was going to say they're starting to take down some of the 50th anniversary statues, but actually it's quite the opposite. Um, currently, they're leaving them. That's right. The Fab 50 character statues that were introduced as part of, of, part of the uh, 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World are going to remain, uh, at least for now. Mm-hmm. Um, there is no plan to remove them anytime soon. So. I feel like they barely put them up. Like, it right. would just be kind of a shame to take them down already. Well, they, they put them up, and then there was a, a time frame, like maybe, what, eight, nine months before Magic Band Plus debuted. Right. And one of the big things was that the Magic Band Plus was going to interact with the statues. Right. So they only got eight or nine months of interaction with the statues. So, uh, you know, I don't think it hurts to, to leave, leave the them statues there? Absolutely up. not. Yeah. Um, and then I mentioned earlier the um, Magic Kingdom Welcome Show. Uh, that takes place uh, at the Magic Kingdom every morning. Uh, the 50th anniversary has ended, so there are new costumes uh, for that show. Uh, and that Welcome Show pretty much uses uh, the same song um, from the train station Welcome Show uh, that they used to okay, do. Okay, so this is the one. This, this Welcome Show is at Cinderella's Castle. But there's also, do they still do one? They do not do at the entrance way. No, this is this is the former train station welcome show that was retired. to the castle Mm -hmm. in 2017. So it's been a while since we've seen an actual welcome show. And uh, also, Mickey is back meeting and greeting folks at Town Square Theater in his magician's outfit. Okay. He did have his uh, iridescent 50th anniversary outfit on. I see. So he never left. He just changed outfits now. Right. Okay. Right. In the Magic Kingdom, the projected uh, opening of the Tomorrowland Launch Depot store has been uh, delayed just slightly, um, and that also means that the Tron Identity Program reservations are being canceled. That's right, and this is uh, apparently, from what Guest Services is saying, it is only a one-day delay. The store was supposed to be opened on April 4th when the Tron ride debuts. It is now expected to be delayed until April 5th. However, there are a number of people who had made their reservations uh, to build their Tron identity uh, programs, uh, and that is an opportunity to customize and personalize your own action figure. Uh, So if you had a reservation for that on the 4th, it has been canceled. Uh, Also, there's no word on whether the merchandise is actually going to be in the store. We had mentioned a few weeks ago there was expected to be a pop-up store 
that is going to be set up over in the area near the old Stitch attraction. Uh, and that is where a lot of the Tron merchandise will be initially. All right, good. Over at Epcot, um, on the maps there, the Harmonious Barges have been removed. That's right. We mentioned there were new maps that debuted for Epcot. Uh, the Harmonious Barges are off of both the physical paper map and the My Disney Experience app map as well. So it is just as God intended it to be. Yes. It is just pure water with a direct view across the uh, lagoon there. That was the probably the worst money they ever spent. You think so? It was never not like it was never nice. Mm-hmm. It was just it always sucked. Right. You know, you kept waiting for it to like, you know, they said they were going to run those um fountains during the day, which and, never which never happened. I mean, you know, we saw I saw Harmonious. Maybe we saw it twice. Um but both times it was like Eh. Exactly. <laughs> like, you spent how much money to do this? So yeah. I'm not sad to see it go. So Harmonious did have its last uh, performance last night on April 2nd. And uh, that's uh, that's the deal there. All right. All right. Get ready for Epcot Forever, which is going to replace Harmonious until another show uh, can be. So developed. Epcot Forever was there before, right? And now it's just coming back? Right. Epcot Forever debuted in October of 2019 after Illuminations ended. Okay. I haven't been in love with anything they did there as a part of the, like, lagoon. Yeah. I used to like the parade, the Tapestry of Nations parade that they had. That was a great show and a great parade. Mm-hmm. But um, after that... Well, Illuminations was nice, it was but fine. it was it was old. Right, it had been around for a long time. Yeah. You're right, it was good. That was where they had, like, the voice and the light, the, the fire and the... Yeah, it still was some of the elements of the old mm. uh, Tapestry of Nations, Tapestry mm-hmm. of Dreams. Yeah, I loved that. Um, but, uh, yeah... Uh, time for time for something new. Yep. And as they start to perform that glorious act of taking these barges out, they now have cranes ready to do that. That's right. Cranes are available behind the trees that line the World Showcase, uh, and uh, they will be removing the barges uh, unceremoniously. Do you think they'll end up on like like eBay? <laughs> these things are massive. They are. Gosh. You don't realize how big they are until they block a view of Spaceship Earth. Right. It's true. Rolling planter update. (laughs) Staying in the World Showcase, uh, let's talk a little bit about um, the Morocco Pavilion, where they are still working on the construction at the Nejarine Fountain. That's right. We've got rolling planters up, blocking access to the fountain while uh, work is being done on it. Okay. So, um, yeah, that's, that's the news. We don't know if they're removing the fountain or just updating it. Who knows? We'll find out soon. Disney 100 light-up balloons have uh, become available in Disney World. That's right. As they've popped all of the 50th anniversary balloons that were left, (laughs) they have started blowing up the Disney 100 balloons. Uh, These are very nice light-up balloons. It is a uh, clear uh, light-up balloon inside the clear globe. Uh, It's a light silver color. They have Mickey and Minnie dressed in their platinum 100th anniversary outside and uh, they're kind of poking in the zeros in the 100. The balloon reads Disney 100 and then has the slogan, the most magical place on earth for Walt Disney World. So uh, very nice. And uh, they've also got a Disney 100 balloon that has all of the characters in their uh, new uh, Disney 100 costumes. Uh, and that has been seen in Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios. Very nice. In my favorite news of all, um, we have the cookie of the month for Gideon's Bakehouse for April. It's the coffee toffee chocolate chip cookie, which I swear 
we had a story about last uh, month that for March it was one of the special cookies. So I don't really know what happened there. I went last month looking for the cookie. They did not have it. Um, It's amazing. Um, And it's available for March. That's right. In addition to the coffee toffee chocolate chip cookie, which is available for $6, the coffee toffee vanilla bean cake is available on Wednesday and Saturday. And they have a salted caramel nitro cold brew available as well. And those treats are all limited time for the month of April. Now, if no one's ever been to Gideon's, uh, we should let them know maybe how to get it. Sure. Uh, it's at Disney Springs. Mm-hmm. Uh, go to Gideon's. If it's first thing in the morning, you probably won't have a problem. There will be a little line. If you show up at any other point during the day or especially on the weekends, you're going to see a large line outside the building. But make sure you go to the front of the line, find the cast members who are working there, and let them know you want to join the virtual queue. They'll give you a uh, an estimated return time. Uh, you'll get a text when it is your actual return time. And then you go and get in a small line that's going to last, what, maybe 20, 20, 25 minutes? Yeah, 15, 20 minutes. It's not usually too bad. Um, the key, though, is the earlier you can go in the day, the better. If you show up at 6 o'clock before you're going to go to dinner, it's probably a, a five-hour wait. And so right. you're going to be there forever. Yes. Um, you know, you probably will have been ready to leave Disney Springs by the time your number gets called. So it is worth it, though. They're delicious. They are uh, eight ounces of cookie, so about a half a pound of cookie for $6. They're delicious. They are. So the key is 10 a.m. on a Tuesday. Not so bad. It's a lot better time <laughs> to go than 5 p.m. on a Saturday. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Let's talk about the news in resorts. It uh, looks like they filed a permit for the interior construction of the Cake Bake Shop at the Boardwalk. That's right. The Cake Bake Shop by Gwendolyn Rogers at Disney's Boardwalk is taking uh, the old location of the old ESPN Club building. They're going to have both a quick service bakery and a table service restaurant uh, that both have separate entrances. If you're familiar with the building, uh, the table service restaurant is the old ESPN Club. Uh, and the quick service bakery section is where the arcade uh, games right. used to be. Um, so that is the deal. Uh, they've demolished most of the walls and the old tower, uh, but the new permit is for the build-out of the Cake Bake Shop, and uh, that will be taking place, uh, you know, as I guess the permit's been filed, so they can right. do the work, and the Cake Bake Shop is set to open up later this year, probably at some point in the summer. All right. There are new refillable mugs available at the Disney Resorts, and these are themed for Disney 100. That's right. Disney 100 refillable mugs are available for the price of $19.99, and those allow you to refill beverages at your hotels for the length of your stay. They have two versions of the cup, one that has a silver handle and one that has a purple handle. Uh, the design wrapped around the side is the same on both, uh, and that is Minnie, Mickey, Donald, Pluto, Goofy, and Daisy, all in their 100th uh, anniversary costumes. So, very cool. Um you know, if you're staying for a, a long stay at the resort, it's a nice option. It is, yeah. You need just, you know, at least a few days, maybe anything less than like four days. You probably just buy your individual sodas. Um, but it's just nice to have that convenience and sometimes nice to just go for a walk when you're in the resort and just, uh, hey, I'm going to run down and get a soda or, you know, whatever. Right. And those those mugs can be utilized for not just uh, sodas. They can be used for coffees. They can be used for teas, mm-hmm. uh, hot chocolates. Right. So any type of beverage that is uh, available at your uh, resort. At the stations, yeah. yes. That's right. I'm playing DJ now. You know what we're listening to? 
what? We're listening to the new Disney uh, Cruise Line song that has debuted, uh, celebrating their silver anniversary. It is their silver anniversary at sea theme song. Uh, and that song will be available uh, on sailings through the summer of 2023 as Disney celebrates uh, 25 years. Uh, this is a part of their new uh, show, part of their fireworks show. Uh, and guests who are sailing this summer uh, will be getting a silver anniversary at sea, uh, a, a limited edition 11 by 14 frame Captain Mickey art print in their stateroom. Very cool. So uh, that takes place from May through September. It's very catchy. It is. Uh, and I just find it unfair that they celebrate 50 years of Walt Disney World mm-hmm. for 18 months. Mm-hmm. We celebrate 25 years of the Disney Cruise Line right. for five months. Well, I don't know. Maybe uh, I don't know why. I can't even. I can't even give an excuse. You're right. right. It's inexcusable. It is. So we do have some entertainment news today, uh, and that is that Disney Plus is going to be bringing their viewers on a journey through Tudor England with a new series called Shard Lake. Uh, it is based on the uh, apparently internationally acclaimed Tudor mystery series uh, of novels by C.J. Sansom. And this four-part drama is going to be set in 16th century Eng- England during the dissolution of the monasteries. Uh, so no word on when this is going to debut, but filming has already begun. Uh, and that will filming will take place in Hungary, Austria, and Romania. Very nice. And there is a story in this month's Vanity Fair about the new Marvel series debuting on Disney Plus on June 21st, and that is Secret Invasion, uh, which is all about the Skrulls and Nick Fury and Maria Hill. Uh, so it should be a lot of action. So if you check out Vanity Fair, you can read what uh, Samuel L. Jackson has to say. And if you check our Facebook page later today, actually it should already be there, uh, a new uh, trailer was debuted during a Major League Baseball game on ESPN last night. So right. should be exciting. Cool. Hey, what's going on over at Universal? A pretty good deal on tickets for Florida resident uh, for Florida residents. You can buy one day and get two free. That is not a bad deal at all. Uh, it is available and can be used on non-consecutive days, and that offer expires on September 29th of 2023. The offer grants admission to both Universal Studios and Universal's Islands of Adventure, although Vol- Volcano Bay is excluded from the deal. Uh, the offer is being advertised as the buy a day, get two days free on a two-park, one-day park-to-park ticket. That's a mouthful. Mm-hmm. Uh, it starts at $164, and the price uh, depends on the dates you select. In order to purchase this, you have to have a valid Florida driver's license, a Florida state-issued ID or government-issued ID with a Florida address, a valid Florida voter registration card with a corresponding photo ID, or a valid college ID from a Florida college or university. Great deal if you're a university student. I don't know. I feel like if I want to get Florida resident uh, rates for things, maybe I just need to go take some classes at like the University of Florida. Maybe. Or Embry-Riddle or something. I know. Do you think I can get an ID even if I just take them online? Maybe. Ooh. Uh, and what else is going on over at uh, Islands of Adventure? Sorry, at Universal Studios, they've renamed one of the sound stages. All right, they renamed it to what? Sound Stage V. Actually, that's uh, V is the Roman numeral five. Oh. However, yes. Sound Stage V does come into play because it's the sound stage that w- will be part of the uh, Villain Con uh, Minion Blast attraction. Right, so it is V then. Well, yeah, but it's a five. <laughs> um, that stage number, you know what it used to be? What? It used to house house the Shrek attraction, and it used to be known as Soundstage 4D. 
because okay. the attraction was Shrek 4D. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they have renamed it. Uh, and at some point this year, this uh, villain uh, uh, minion blast ride is going to open. When it was 4D, did they use a Roman numeral? They did not. Well, then maybe this time they're not either. They're just using a letter. Maybe, but that's ridiculous. <laughs> and also, uh, the Brown Derby Hat Shop has reopened at Universal Studios, but they're not selling hats. Okay. They are now selling children's apparel and toys. Oh, that's weird. So that makes perfect sense. They can't call it the Brown Derby Children's Apparel and Toy Shop. I mean, they could. They could, but it would be ridiculous. So uh, that's all the news we have today. Uh, And until Wednesday, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. (laughs) 